Says. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Survey Says All The Things featuring me, Mel Maltby, your regular host and co-host, Matt Thomas. Hey everyone. Today we bring you an episode on something Matt loves talking about and that I have recently discovered that I enjoy, yeah. which is Star, Star Wars. Wars. Insert fanfare. Dun, 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 dun. Cool. Well, yes. Yeah, so today's episode is on Star Wars and we released a survey with questions about different kind of things that happen in Star Wars. So we've got, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Um, if you had the force, what would you do with it? And would you give in to the dark side? I'm really excited. There's one answer I'm particularly um, nervous about. Which one? There's a response in a question that's like, you know, a whole two paragraphs. Yeah, it's great. Well, you know, we, we love long responses. Someone's we do. passionate about it, clearly. Which is what we want, which is what we need. That's it. We, we want your long responses. We want your interesting responses so we can share them. We like them long. Okay, well, moving through the episode, this is where we tell you what the dealio with Survey Says is, how it works, what we do. If you're new here, hi. Enjoy what I'm about to talk about. If you've been here every single week since we started, well, you know what's about to be said. So for Survey Says, we release a new survey every month preparing three episodes ahead with questions surrounding a different theme each time. It collects the thoughts and opinions of the public, and then we get the pleasure of sharing them with you. The two surveys has editions are I'd Be The Man, with Alex McIntosh focusing on women's empowerment, feminism, and life experiences. And then there is All The Things, with Matt focusing on science cool stuff and pop culture things and just anything we want to talk about. There is a new episode released every Tuesday, and you can catch up on what you've missed at surveysayspodcast.com. And the surveys for the next two episodes are up for fit and coincidences with um, Alex for I'd Be The Man and Futuristic Technologies for all the things, which will be up in a couple of weeks. Um, and a new round of surveys will be up shortly, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into what the survey responder said, hey? Yeah, let's do it. So to start off, we got some statistics on our responses. We have age ranges. Half of our responders are 18 to 24. A third of our responses are 25 to 34. 11.1% of our responses are under 18 and 5.5% are over 35. And we have an even split this week of 50-50 men to women. Hell yeah. We're getting more dudes up in here. Yeah, so it's good to have that kind of split there. Good to know what both genders say. All right, time to get to the good stuff. Yeah. Which is the questions. The questions, which which is is what this podcast is all all about. about. (laughs) Uh, So, first question of this episode on Star Wars is, what is your favorite Star Wars movie and why? Yes. Give me your answer. My answer is um, episode four, A New Hope. Why? Well, because it's the first one that came out in human time, not chronological order of... Mm -hmm. Star Wars time. It's the first movie ever released from the Star Wars yeah. movie. It's the first one ever made, ever released. And I think that just set the groundwork for, or the foundation for what Star Wars is based upon, you know, family and hope and intergalactic trade war. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the basics of yeah, what the Star basics. Wars is about. And I don't think there is anything else like it for its time. Like it does on the surface, it does sound really strange and like nothing else like it, like aliens and for its time for its time when was it released like 1970 yeah not <laughs> 70, 1970 there weren't many movies released 77 in the 1970s that yeah. were about intergalactic war and aliens yeah 
So. But like now it's like one of the biggest film film franchises ever. Mm. Yeah. How about of the the newest ones? The new the just the trilogy or the ones that yeah, came yes. out in the last 10 years. So with with the newest um 7 8 9. Yeah. Okay. I like 7. I like episode 7. Which is uh Force Awakens. I do criticize it because it follows an exact same storyline of a new hope. Right. <laughs> like you know person from the desert gaining force abilities and being trained to destroy an empire that built a death star right it's, just, exact, it's, it's exactly the same, the same thing just different characters with a bigger death star yeah what about you i'm i'm new to star wars so yes. i've only seen the movies once um all the way through yeah um so i don't i haven't watched them also i don't know all the meanings behind everything i'm not so connected to everything right i have i, I I haven't watched it so many times to, to realize things that I wouldn't have noticed the first time around. Yeah. I can't compare it because I didn't grow up watching it. Um, but I guess from watching it and enjoying the storylines, I I really liked... Well, I'll say my, my favorite, I think, is Rogue One. Right. Yeah, it's a good one. From all the Star Wars movies. But I guess of the episodes, because they're all so different. All the trilogies are different. Yeah. From, from four to six, one to three, seven to nine. They're all so different. Which one was the one where where Luke forces force projected to see Kylo? Yeah, keep that was uh, the Last Jedi episode eight. Okay, yeah, I'd say that one. That one then, where Rey is trained by Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. And he's like, "I'm not going to train you." And then he's like, "All right, fine, I'll train you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's fine. I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah, I'd say Rogue One. Rogue One. Out of all of them, and then out of the episodes, Force Awakens. And with that, let's see what everyone had to say when they did these surveys. All right. So, our first response is from a male with no name, age range 18 to 24. His response was Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back. He says, it has a great soundtrack and incredible acting. Introduction of Yoda, Emperor, Lando, and Boba Fett. The Battle of Hoth, Asteroid Field Chase, and Cloud City were all some of the best scenes in Star Wars. And the... I am your father moment is the greatest scene in the entire franchise. See, me watching it back, like, I knew that that, that, that was the whole plot of it. Yeah. And I I feel like it would have had more impact right. when watching it for the first time when yeah. none of the other movies are released. Yes. Like, it's what, like that, now- that was the second movie ever released yes. of Star Wars. Like, that's would have been massive. Would have been like, what? Oh, my yeah. God. But, like... It didn't have much of an impact on me because I knew that you it was happening. You already knew the plot hole or the, yeah. the plot line. Yeah. It was spoiled for you. Yeah. Kind of like Sixth Sense. You know, like I've never seen the movie, but I know Bruce Willis is a ghost. <gasps> the movie came out like 30 years ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, that whole I'm the father thing wouldn't have fooled all the German people in the audience because Vader is German for father. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's so, true. Darth father. Dark father. I guess it would have... Maybe we just would have made the connection of father. Like, he's just the ruler. He's just the main guy, father. You know, that's just it. But it actually had an alternate meaning. He was Luke's father the whole time. No, no. I am your father. Next response is from a male named Thomas in the age range of 18 to 24. His his favorite Star Wars movie is episode 8. The Last Jedi saying, Character study of Luke is my fave in all of Star Wars. Ray and Kylo in Snoke's throne room is the peak of Star Wars. 
Empire Strikes Back is close for me, but I prefer Rey in The Last Jedi to Luke in Empire Strikes Back. So that tips it over the edge for me. Right. Yeah. The Last Jedi did have a really cool scene. Not only like the the throne room fight was pretty badass, but also the um the use of hyper uh, hyperspeed as a weapon. You know when um when Captain Holdo put the ship into hyperspace mm-hmm. and then went through all the Empire ships. Yeah, I do remember that. That was sick. That was pretty cool. All right. An extra response is from a female named Keely, who is under 18. She says, episode two, Attack of the Clones. The scene in the Gungan area is so cool. So much Padme girl power and classic clone fight war- uh, wars fighting. Next response is from a female with no name in the age range of 25 to 34. Her favorite is Rogue One. Um, saying, gals kicking ass. What's not to love? Yeah, um, Felicity Jones. Yeah, she's a cool actress. She's also in Doctor Who. <laughs> she is in Doctor Who. <laughs> which we found out yesterday. And the other day. what else did we discover she was in? Um, The one about Stephen Hawking. Yeah, uh, Theory of Everything. Yeah. Our next response is from a female named T, age range 18 to 24. She chose Solo, a Star Wars movie. It's the most recent that I've watched and I love every minute of it. It is a good one. Yeah. We, re- well, we watched that recently, didn't we? Yeah, we, we? did watch that recently. Hmm. He, oh, his his performance was incredible. I know, I don't know his name, but he studied all the Star Wars movies that Han Solo was in to look up his, like, you know, characteristics and personality and his stance and his fighting style. Just to get the character Just right. to get the character. Because, like, you know, Han Solo has a very distinct style of fighting. Like right, the, okay. the way he The way he aims and shoots a gun. The actor's name is Alden Ekrenrick. There you go. Sorry. It's, it's a very long last name. Yeah. Kudos to him for studying as much Han Solo material as he could to get that role. He did a good job. He did an excellent job. And I, I really think he got like the quirkiness and the sarcasm of Han Solo down. For sure. All right. Next response is from a male, an anonymous male in the age range of 18 to 24. Oh, goodness. Um, just hold with me with this very long responses. Um, so he says his favorite is episode five, Empire Strikes Back. And this is what he said. To summarize, it held up to and surpassed the standard of A New Hope. It does well to expand the lore of the Star Wars universe. The story is enjoyable through and through, and while hope served primarily as an introduction to the core characters, Empire expanded and developed those characters into greater beings, and it did that job well, even with characters introduced in the film, namely Yoda and Lando. Plus, it's cinematic twists, each of which is incomparable to this day in my eyes. Not just the famous one line, I am your father, which may not be a big shock 40 years later, but it's still amazing nonetheless. And not just that, but Lando sold out the crew of the Falcon to Darth Vader despite claiming that the Empire had never noticed his operation. And Yoda, the Grand Master of the old Jedi Order, not being a badass seven foot tall Geralt from the Witcher type, but instead a goofy little Muppet, though badass nonetheless. And the fact that Luke Skywalker, the main character, very nearly died at least three times in the film, with at least two of those instances being just because. In short, it's the immersive story, gut-punching twists and plot drivers, beautiful scenery and music, dark overtones and bittersweet ending that makes The Empire Strikes Back not only the best Star Wars film, but the embodiment of Star Wars itself. Well said, sir. Our next response is from a male named Matty, age 18 to 24. His choice was episode 8, The Last Jedi. He says, 
To me, it is the perfect Star Wars movie. So much wonderful balance between the humor and the drama, with big, beautiful action set pieces and scenes. I'm also a stickler for changing things up and breaking tradition, so the themes about moving on from the past and adapting to the new were awesome. Yeah, cool. They did introduce a couple of new ways of using the Force in there, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. The final response for this question, what is your favourite Star Wars movie and why comes from a female named Laura? She's in the age range of 18 to 24. She says, episode four, A New Hope, saying, classic, original, start of a glorious thing. In that it was... There's always such a thing with the first of... of it's usually first in movies series. are the best. Yeah, like the first Shrek movie. The <laughs> Doesn't compare to Star Wars, but I don't know why. That yeah. was the first one that came to my mind. All right, well, uh, let's get to the results. Uh, so, the Star Wars movie with the most votes at 27.8% of respondents is Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Followed by Episode 8, The Last Jedi, at 16.7%. Then Episodes 1, 3, 4, and Rogue One, with 11.1% of votes each. And finally, Episode 2 and Solo, with 5.6% each. And the the other ones that I didn't mention didn't get any votes at all. Yeah, like Episode 9. Not a single vote. That, I, I, st- I re- still really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, J.J. Abrams had a lot on his plate with that movie. Yes, because didn't you say something happened in episode eight that was just... Well, episode eight... Um, well, episode, we'll start at episode seven. There was this whole build-up about Emperor Snoke and about how he's behind everything. Like, he's the force to be reckoned with. Then J.J. Abrams set a, set a really good foundation because, like, he's Kylo Ren's master and stuff like that. But then episode eight comes along and then that director kills him off. Right. And then here's episode nine without a villain. No villains. Without a villain. Yeah. So what what is J.J. Abrams supposed to do? Yeah. He resurrects Emperor Palpatine. You can't introduce a brand new villain in the last movie of the trilogy. Yeah. Like he had a really, he had a really hard thing to do. And then he made a really good choice, I reckon, in my opinion, of like bringing back Emperor Palpatine, who is behind Snoke. Mm. So like yeah, he's not. It's it's not, a, it's not a new villain. It's Snoke was a product of Emperor Palpatine. But then it it kind of begs the question: when Episode Seven was released and Rey gaining her Force powers, did they know that she was a Palpatine? Did the writers know that, or did it just make sense? I for think that they retconned it into it. I think they retconned it. What do you mean? Made it a part of the story, which originally wasn't part of the plan. So at at that point, they didn't know how she was so strong with the Force, but then they added that and they're like, oh my God, that makes sense. Let's do that. Wow. It's like we planned it the entire time. Well, like I think they made, I don't know J.J. Abrams' algorithm, but Mm. he made Ray's backstory a mystery for a reason. Right. Because she has a British accent. So people were like, maybe maybe she's Obi-Wan Kenobi's daughter because he's got a British accent. Okay. Emperor Palpatine doesn't really have a British accent. He just talks like this. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly right. So I, I think it just happened because like even then her um, ancestry was only revealed in episode nine. Yeah. I don't think the director in episode eight took anything from episode seven and expanded on it. I think he just went a completely different way. All right. Um, well, let's move on to the second question of this episode, which is... If you had the Force, what would you use it for? Right. So many things you could do with this. Exactly. The Force is forceful. 
it penetrates all things and surrounds all things. What would you do if you had the force? Well, that's a that's a difficult question. If I had to choose one thing, it would probably be the thing it has most applications for. So in the movies, we've seen it move things. We've seen it mind control, sort of, mm-hmm. influence. And we've seen it look into the future. And also like force projection, which which is kind of like, you know, a long distance FaceTime. Yeah. Which takes an, an insane amount of power because Luke Skywalker died from it and yeah. Leia died from it. Spoilers. So I'm a night stacker at Woolworths. So I think the moving things part would be an incredible... Like, I could just, like, sit in the corner, open boxes, and put the products on the shelf. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? And then, like, they say mind control f- force powers only work on weak-minded people. Mm. So, imagine if I just, like, try it and it fails. I am the boss. <laughs> well, if, if it fails, what do you mean? Because strong-minded people, it doesn't work on. Right. So, like, you, for example, it wouldn't work on you. So, what if, like, and if I don't want dumb people helping me. Yeah. And hopefully dumb people aren't in a position of power that they're in my way. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And um, then f- uh, seeing the future, I mean, which is good for short-term things, but... It takes the fun out of life. Yeah. Like, you know, betting on uh, betting on sports games. Like, I could probably be able to do that. But in the... Get some money, but... In the, in the Star Wars movies, like, it doesn't seem like you can control it. Yeah. It just seems that, like, well, in episode two or th- no, episode three... um. Anakin has dreams of his mother and wife dying. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I doubt he would want to see that. Yeah. So, it just seems that, like, you know, when there's a disturbance in the force, you can kind of predict the future. Mm. So, it doesn't seem like that's in your control. So, I would probably pick the manipulation and levitation bits. Yeah. I think that, that makes sense. That's kind of what the force is for, isn't it? Well, it's just manipulation. It's just a, co- a connection. It's a connection to the, the... Genines. To the um, metachlorians. Metachlorians are in all all living things. Right. And Jedi can manipulate metachlorians. But I'd probably use it for the same thing. Just be a little lazy bitch I would be. Get the remote. Yeah. My phone. Give me my my food. I'll bring the TV to me. I would make it cook food for me. I would make it do yeah look i just like the harry lazy. potter weasley family sink you know how like harry goes into the weasley family in epi- in um oh yeah and movie, someone it's and like it's oh, just, it's just washing the dishes up, yeah it's just, just washing the clean, dishes clean yeah. make things clean my house make things clean things that's but it still takes mental concentration you would have to control e- it yeah it's not a set and forget it's type thing like a, do now yeah it's like you have the mind control it to happen. You have to think. Well, I, I, it seems like there's only like a limited possibility of ways you can use the force, but I guess there are good ways and there are, there are good ways to use it, bad ways to use it. Yes. Evil and good. So I feel like we, we, we've just Would clearly, you be just with it? <laughs> clearly you and I have just thought of the most innocent ways to use it. People would- could say I would use the force to manipulate people to do what I want so I can take over the world. Yeah. Right. So clearly we're good people. Yeah. We are um, just. All right, well, let's move on uh, to the responses of this question, which is, if you had the force, what would you use it for? The first response is from a female named Miri in the age range of 25 to 34. She would use the force for laziness, probably. Her answer was even lazy. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> said probably. <laughs> Our next response is from a male named Andrew, age range 25 to 34. He chose it for persuasion. These are not the drones you were looking for. These are not the droids you're looking droids. for. Droids. Why did I say drones? Drones. Fake fan. Fake fan. 
Our next response is from a male named Thomas in the age range of 18 to 24. He said, hopefully serving my community and the world, maybe upholding the law. That's pretty cool. Needs to be more specific. Kill another person. You will no longer be murderer. You will not rob this bank. Yeah. (laughs) Our next response is from a female named Keely, age under 18. She says, connecting to force ghosts of my favorite Jedi. Duh. Also trying to get Ben Solo back. Next response is from an anonymous male in the age range of 18 to 24. He says, The pursuit of knowledge and wisdom and to uphold what is morally right. Though to what extent, I do not know. One looks at the world and its people and they know they want to help it, but wonder if it would be worthwhile. Also, the scum and villainy can toddle about wrapped up in their silly lives and kill it all again. Our next response is from a male named Maxwell. Under 18, he says, just destroying people in basketball, stealing the ball, dunking, etc. Maybe get a job in construction. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Give me the ball. And construction, you can lift things and do things. Yeah. You could just shoot the ball and make it go in all the time. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just simple things. You'd be an expert in sport. Next response is from a female named T in the age range of 18 to 24. She says, to help create a better place for everyone to live in. Aww. Our next response is from a male named Christian, age range 18 to 24. He says, moving things when I'm lazy. That seems to be a very common response. Are just people inherently lazy? Well, the force is a a help. It's a form of assistance. So, I mean, what else would you use it for? Next response is from a female with no name uh, in the age range of 18 to 34. Her response is to get all the donuts I want. Honey, I feel that. Oh, yeah. Give me the brownies. Give me the donuts. Give me the food. Imagine working at like Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme and you see all the freaking donuts flying out the window. That's the dream. That's the dream. Our final response is from a male named Maddie, age range 18 to 24. He says, on a basic level, correctly folding a fitted sheet, but on a more metaphysical level, I'd use it to stamp out the one great evil in this world, Rupert Murdoch. I'm guessing he's a very um, political media guy it seems who founded news corp yeah well for that question there wasn't really any final results there was no yes no 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 percentages but it seems overall that people believe that they they would just use it for laziness to helping them out doing things they couldn't do before and seems like everyone would use it for good which is nice but yeah we got we got what two people in here saying they want to help their community yeah and make the world a better place good on ya it seems like it's like the most common responses are laziness and helping people. Yeah. Yeah. So which that's is good. nice. Then you got the, the basketball pro in there. And donuts. And donuts. Yeah. <laughs> but th- that goes hand in hand with lazy though. Let's move on to the final question. The final question that it asked in this episode about Star Wars, which is, do you think you would give in to the dark side? If so, and if not, why? Right. I think this is the most kind of get your brain thinking a question because it's like, what requires you to give into the dark side? What are you? What are you? Are you a good person? Are you a bad person? Or maybe you're not a bad person. You were just given to its tendencies. You don't have to be an awful person to be on the dark side. You just aren't a good person. No. <laughs> I guess. What, would you join the dark side or would you stay on the light side? Well, I'm just trying to see... I'm just trying to see... Um traits people on the dark side have compared mm-hmm. to people on the light side so like it just seems that like people on the light side have like you know patience and wisdom 
and faith and like people on the dark side have like rage and anger and confusion right so like that's why people are more tempted to the dark side because people like ooh, i can give you sick powers bruh and like you know make you live forever and you'll be strong and you'll everyone will fear you they're like selfish reasons yeah Uh, you're right yeah because like anakin was um tempted to the dark side to um give his wife immortality Mm. so like you know ooh, i can save the one you love (laughs) haha jokes doesn't work like that so yeah the dark side is just full of trickery but in saying that some of the most powerful force users are from the dark side. Yeah. And propel patine. But that's because they unlock the the forces that you're not meant to deal with that do... It's like using dark magic or using illegal weapons. Yeah, so like it's more powerful, but powerful in a bad way. It's like bringing a gun to a knife fight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or using the unforgivable curses in a, in a wanda duel. Yeah. yeah, it's powerful, it's not good. I think for me, I... I don't. I don't want to be in the dark side. It doesn't sound very nice. It's like being chosen for Slytherin rather than yeah. Gryffindor. You know. Um, look, I'd say no. I wouldn't give into the dark side. I believe I'm full of wisdom. I can work on my patience, but I'm definitely not someone who's like, uh, I need to. I need to rule the world. It is my life goal to yeah. defeat everyone and be the best and bring people back to life like i don't i don't have that passion force choke bitches yeah yeah i am curious this kind of leads to a different question because our answers are just we're like no we wouldn't be tempted but i wonder this kind of leads to a question what would it take for you to be turned to the dark side like what would change my mind yeah what would someone have to tempt you with your life my life Yeah. yeah oh you're so cute me. All right. Well, let's do a quick little quiz. Are you on BuzzFeed? No. Are you? Yeah. Um, are you a Sith or a Jedi? Oh, that's a great. Yeah. All right. So we'll just do a quick little quiz that we found on BuzzFeed, of course. Right. Um, are you more Sith or Jedi? So we can, you know, we know what we want. We want to be on the good side. We want to be a Jedi. Yeah. But really let's do what BuzzFeed deep, thinks. Deep down. What, is, what does BuzzFeed think? All right, let's do this together. All right, first question. You see someone being robbed on the street, so you... What would you do? Look, I would probably keep walking, get somewhere like around the corner and call the police. Right. So I'd get out of the way. I wouldn't involve myself, but I'd try and help it in any way that I can. Yeah. So mm, I'd probably call the police and wait for them, but wait around the corner. Yeah. So I picked that one. How about you? Well, I, me being a man... And, you know, like, you know, you're more vulnerable to being attacked. Yeah. And, like, say if you try to step in, you might just get hurt yourself. Yeah. But me being a guy and probably more intimidating to a robber, I said try to stop the robber. I would yeah, probably, but like, you don't know what kind of weapons they have. Well, it's, it's circumstantial, I suppose. But, like, mm-hmm. say it was just, like, a, sometimes all it takes is, like, for the robber to get startled and then they'll just drop everything and run away. Yeah, that is true. So if I just, like, approach him saying, hey, get off her or get off him or what are you doing? That probably might just be enough. Yeah. And, like... You know me. I like to help people. Help. I know. So, try try to stop the rubber, you would? I would try to stop the rubber. Cool. All right. Next question is, which color scheme appeals to you most? There's a red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. All differing shades. All different shades. I like the blue one. I like the purple one. Next response is, a good teacher response. always... <laughs> what? You said the next response. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next question uh, is a uh, good teacher always dot dot dot. 
listens, pushes you even when it hurts, pushes you to a point, improves you no matter the cost, knows what to motivate you, tells the truth. A teacher always... A good teacher. A, oh, a good teacher. Um, yeah. I'd pick either listens or knows how to motivate you. I picked improves you no matter the cost. I'm going to pick knows how to motivate you. Next question is, your friends would describe you as... Out of this list, I would describe you as kind. <laughs> and, well, I mean, I'd say the same to you. You're pretty charming. Which are these? So there's charming, ambitious, loyal, kind, witty, or crafty. What do you reckon most sums me up? For you, I'd say you are kind. You're very... Kind? Yeah. Thank you. Are you saying I'm kind too? Is yes. that what we're picking? All right, so we're picking for each other. Uh, your nightmares are often about... Oh, Jesus. I told you about this one, losing your teeth. I, Why is that such a common nightmare? I don't know. I've never had this. I consistently have all of these dreams. So losing your teeth, being late for or missing an event, whenever I have an important thing, like a performance or anything, but always the night before, I always have a dream that I'm late or I forget something hmm. or I miss it completely. So there's losing your teeth, being late for missing an event... Sorry, being late for or missing an event, being trapped in a small space, falling, being naked in public or being abandoned. My nightmare is not here. Which ones are you often about? I've n- Have you ever had a... Yeah. I've had the being naked in public one. Yeah, me too. But that is... It wasn't really a nightmare because I wasn't scared. I was just confused, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, my I com- guess that's the one you would pick. My common nightmare is being chased. I don't know why that's oh, not on here. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I have a lot of losing my teeth dreams. That's terrifying. It is. Um, I think, oh, look, I think being late for or missing an event, I just always have them before, but I haven't had that recently, so I'll do losing your teeth. Right. All right, next one is choose a path. They're just scary ones and pretty looking ones. Ooh, that's pretty. Like footpaths. Footpaths, yeah. I think you're going to pick the one with the grass. Nah, I'm going to pick the other one. Pretty the sun- other one. Pretty sunset. Oh, okay, I picked the one with the grass. And f- I think, f- yeah, final Finally. question. Between personal happiness and professional success, you'd choose... Well, to me, personal happiness is success. Yeah. But it's not professional success. Well, none of these sum up what I think. Yeah. Because... It's just a power of... Uh, power? The d- deduction. I'm going to choose happiness. Nothing else matters because that's the closest thing to my real choice, which is happiness and success doesn't matter that much to me. Yeah, see, I'm like, for me, my definition of success is being successful in in my career. Right. And in turn, if I am successful in my career, I will be happy. But also success, if that means being what kind of success? super well-known. Like, well, like fulfillment? Well, success to me is getting far in my career and getting... The, you know, being recognized in my career and doing good at it. and So fulfillment. Yeah. And in turn, that would make me very happy. Right. But it's true. Like, success is fleeting. At one point, say I become 70, I can't be a producer anymore. Like, no one would want to hire. And then at the end of the day, it's like, happiness is what I have built my life around, which is family and friends and love and things like that. Hmm. So, building your life around not just your career, you know, everything else stays. Yeah. And it, it's true, happiness, because success is fleeting, but also I'd really like to be successful. But I guess if I had to choose, I'll pick happiness because success is fleeting. Okay. What did you get? <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> I got 90% light, 10% dark. No way. 
I got 50% dark side. Oh, Jesus. Which is 50% the light What's side. What's wrong with you? Says, ooh, you're a rare, totally even split. Both light and dark call to you, and you're just as likely to answer either. You make and break alliances quickly and also to your own advantage, regardless of whether you're Sith or Jedi. You hold a great power on both ends of the moral spectrum, and how you use that power is in your hands. You're evil. I'm not evil. You're evil. Both. You have half as good, you have just as much good as bad in you. According to BuzzFeed. Look, I'm going to agree with that. Not not good, not sorry, not bad in an evil way, but bad in a like, I know what I want and that's selfish that I'm going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like probably the most selfish thing about me is me wanting my career and I'm almost going to do anything to get that. And I know that's what I want and I'm not going to be like, you know, nothing, you know, I don't know. In a way, it's true. That's all I'm going to say. But you, Mister! Oh my God, I am, I am, Mister! Gonna save the world. Ninety percent good, ten percent bad. Yeah. I wonder what they say. So, I right, well, read it. This is my one. No one's entirely good or bad, but you're about as morally incorrupt as they come. <laughs> you definitely tend towards more the Jedi way of life, and though no one's immune to temptation, you very rarely stray away from your chosen path. There you go. So I am as un corruptible as possible you are luke and i am ray he was very close though luke yeah he was tempted by the dark side at what point uh episode five i think everyone's tempted at some point yeah yeah there you go the truth comes out the answers are there you're evil you're pure evil 50 50 50 that's 40 percent. that's four times as much evil than me shall we get into our responses we shall our first response is from a now named named thomas Age range 18 to 24. He says, no, I would not give in to the dark side. Short-term gains sacrifice long-term results. Also, don't want to look like a messed up palps. <laughs> yeah, true that. Yeah, they, the dark side turns you ugly. Uh, next response is from a male named Matt Crook. Uh, in the age range of 25 to 34, he says, yes, I don't have the patience of a Jedi. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Our next response is from a male named Anon. Age range 18 to 24. He's got a long one, so barely, bear with me. He says, no, I don't think that if I were a force user, I'd commit to the dark side per se, which is not to say I'd immunize myself against outbursts of rage, direct focused rage. That was the flaw. That was, that was the fatal flaw of both the Jedi and the Sith. This, the Jedi were taught, in essence, to keep rage contained, locked away, perhaps even to fear the concept. As with other feelings like depression, joy, and ironically fear furthermore the sith and the jedi are both taught to let go of fear but once the jedi let their fear go as stated the concept was locked away in the back of the mind and forgotten what the sith did was feed on their fear to fuel their rage and grow their power and i know quite well that if you're angry and hateful at all all the time you'd eventually become an emotional dried husk of a person neither way works this is why control and balance is the way yeah the gray order which is what that is. Interesting. You, you, oh, from your from your survey mm. that you just did, you would be part of the grey order. 50% light, 50% dark. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Makes sense. There you go. Our next response is from a female named Laura in the age range of 18 to 24. She says, no, I am incredibly stubborn and have strong morals. Well done, Laura. Nice. Our next response is from a male named Christian, age range 18 to 24. 
He says, yes, negative emotions dominate my headspace. That's fair. If you don't have a very strong fight back against the will, you're, you're, weak, you're weak-minded, I guess. And if you're, if you're a suggestible person or give in to temptation Then yes. Yeah. Next response is from a female named T in the age range of 18 to 24. She says, no, I like to think that I have strong mental ability and think of myself as a good person. Right on. I mean, so do I, but I got 50-50, so... You don't know yourself until BuzzFeed does a quiz on you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Our next response is from a male named Maddie. His age is 18 to 24 and says, Yes, I'll give in to the dark side. Going off the film's idea of the dark side, I think it's really just misunderstanding and extreme, and that is what it's really about, is using the powers of your own personal reasons. The Jedi were basically just as much as a cult as the Sith, and I am not about that life. So, yeah, I'd probably stray to the dark side, but I'd be chill about it, though. No child murder. Yeah. No killing younglings. No. No. Not the younglings. Next response is from an anonymous female in the age range of 18 to 24. She said, yes, I would give in to the dark side. Why? Kylo Ren. Adam Driver is one tall piece of cake, isn't he? Face. Who? Adam Driver. Oh. The actor. Yeah, the human. Our next response is from an anonymous female, age range 25 to 34. She says, yes, I have literally no (laughs) self-control. Well, fair enough. There you go. And the final response for this question, do you think you would give in to the dark side and why? Final response is from a female named Kay in the age range of 25 to 34. She says, no, because I don't agree with selfishness. Right. There you go. There you go. That is it for the responses from that question. Let's go to the results, see what the split was in percentages between yes and no. Yeah. So, 55.6% of responders said yes, they would give in to the dark side. With 44% of people saying no. We have an evil audience. honest with themselves, you know? Not everyone can be good all the time. I suppose. Yeah. Everyone has selfish motives. You know? Without the dark, there would be no light. <laughs> yes, exactly. Preach. All right. Well, that's all the questions done now. Let's do a quick little recap. So from the first question, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? The top result with 27.8% was episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. For question two, if you had the force, what would you use it for? Majority of people just lazy and would use it to just move things around. Yeah. And do you think you would give in to the dark side? Majority of people said yes. Yes. And there we go. That's it. Shame on you. That's the Star Wars episode Dunzo. Yes. Don't forget to follow the website, surveysayspodcast.com, to catch up on what you've missed, what you haven't listened to. There are also new surveys on there, or surveys for the next couple episodes. Good to be done. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. It's all linked on that website, as mentioned. If you'd like to follow me personally, my account is Mel Maltby Radio. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm not Maddie T or I'm Woolies Guy on TikTok. Mr. TikTok Man. That's me. And the next episode for next week, next Tuesday, is with Alex McIntosh um, for the I Be The Man edition. The topic is on fate and coincidences. And that survey is still available to do. And if you missed Matt and I's last episode on conspiracy theories, it is still available uh, to listen to online on your preferred podcast app. That's it. Next time, futuristic tech. Yes. Did I mention that? No. Oh. 
you never swear mentioned, I did. I think I mentioned me- that at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, but at the end, you never mention what we do next. <laughs> Oops. You only do what Alex and you do next. Well, yes. Our <laughs> in two weeks' time, I did mention at the beginning of the episode is Futurist Technologies, and that episode, yes, is that survey is still available to do if you want to do it. And that's it from us. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.